Welcome to the Love Anarchy Podcast in the Relationship Rebellion, where we get deep about love, relationships, and dating. I'm your host, Andrea Atherton, mindset coach and love consultant, here in this episode to talk about common relationship fears that most people have, especially in early on in relationships. The good news and the bad news is that fears in relationships are extremely common and for the most part can be overcome. The first step in the process is admitting that you have fears and that's often difficult, especially being fearful in the new relationship. Some of our fears are totally understandable. Like if you've ever been cheated on. If you've been cheated on in the past and maybe you didn't know about it or it blindsided you, you might be fearful about your next partner also cheating. But sometimes our fears are unfounded with our new partner Oftentimes, we really don't have anything to worry about. And personally, I get concerned that we might push our partner away or manifest just the thing that we are fearing. I'm going to share with you in depth a little more about some of these fears and how to address them, some skills we can use in order to not feel so confined in our fears. So I'm going to share my personal story to start off. And many of you might be able to identify with your first love. Well, I had casually dated or had crushes and had casual relationships until the summer I turned 16. While I knew Fran Sullivan, I didn't get to know him, and we met at a party the summer after he graduated high school. I fell fast, and I fell hard. I didn't know what happened to me, but I can say that summer before he went to college was one of the most amazing loving, experiential places that I've been. My heart was so open, and so was his. We were truly, truly in love, and I had no barriers or obstacles to being in that kind of love. We did everything. We went to concerts together. We jumped into quarries. We bridge jumped, too. We hung out with friends It was magic, and we spent so much time together until he went to college. My mother was very strict, so she wouldn't let me go visit him at Del High. Um, He started writing letters to me, or should I say, one of the beautiful friends of his, female, transcribed letters to me. And his mother called up and warned me that there was something going on between he and this beautiful new woman he met at college. 
being very mature, I decided to break it off with him. He came back. He banged on my back door, and I refused to see him. He tried to get a hold of me. He called. He tried everything. He tried to get through my friends. And I remember that horrible feeling of heartbreak, of having to let him go because I knew it would hurt more hanging on later. But you know what? I didn't date seriously until my senior year. Then I was going into my sophomore year. So for two years, my heart had to heal. And it would never be the same again. I would no longer have that open heart, that fearless love and jumping into a relationship with both feet. Never again. And after, for two years, I never met anybody that I felt like that with. And later I found out, nor would I ever feel like that again. So that sent the trajectory of my relationship experience and changed me forever. Experts suggest that most relationships' fears are linked to a perceived threat. In previous relationships, whether it be childhood or your adult intimate relationships, and our need or wish to not repeat that negative experience again. Sometimes these perceived threats are unavoidable, like something may happen where the relationship doesn't work anymore or trust is broken and we fear hurting again. We fear that heartbreak. According to Carla Marie Manley, Ph.D., She states that common sources of relationship fear comes from one, unaddressed or insufficiently addressed prior trauma, whether it be childhood or in adulthood. Two, unaddressed or insufficiently addressed childhood attachment issues, which is a very popular topic these days. Another is dishonesty, disrespect, or having mixed messages in their current relationship. These fears get stored in our primitive brain, the unconscious mind, the impulsive part of the brain associated with our survival instincts. Not a good mix. When that primitive brain gets triggered and fearful about relationships, it may lead to depression, anxiety, and frustration, and behaviors that aren't very attractive, and may hinder you from relationship success. So the bottom line is not having fear at all, because it's unavoidable, but being more in tune with how we act in the face of these fears. But first, let's go ahead and start jumping into the fears and some things that you can do about each of these fears to be able to be more conscious and proactive 
about how you act on them. The first is infidelity. An interesting fact, if your partner's going to cheat, they generally will at some point between the honeymoon ending and the seven-year mark in your relationship. With oftentimes infidelity happening at times of stress. Like the birth of a child, I've heard many clients' stories about being cheated on when they were pregnant or after their child was born. In our culture nowadays with social media and the gray line when it comes to cheating, flirting, um, online, maybe not taking it to in-person, can cause a lot of underlying tension and concerns in relationship. But before you let your fears take over about infidelity, know that most people don't cheat according to statistics that most people can remain monogamous. To lessen the powers of these specific fears of infidelity, life coach Martha Beck suggests the best way of getting over this is to talk to your partner about them, to own these fears, and recognize history doesn't always repeat itself. The second common fear we all face is intimacy. That many of our fears of opening up and sharing our lives with someone, the good, bad, and the ugly, stem from the relationship with our parents and an ability to connect with them during childhood. Parents could have been neglectful, downright neglectful, or had stress of their own, been a single parent, had tight money issues, and felt like they had bigger things to deal with than the connection with their child. Then add on that intimacy looks very different for everyone. Learning what you need and your partner needs is so important. So in order to work through the fears related to intimacy, it's best to communicate with your partner about what makes you feel at ease, loved, and heard. Communication in this case and mutual understanding are essential. This is where the idea of love language can come into play. The third fear that I'm going to talk about today is having children. In any of us, parents can tell you kids place a significant amount of stress on any relationship and any individual for that matter. It is totally natural to fear these changes and these stressors coming on when adding children to your life. There is so much unknown about having children and very difficult to predict. So a solution for this is facing your insecurities about your ability as a parent. Really face your fears of screwing it all up because you will, because you're human. The fourth fear is fear of abandonment. 
And this comes in many different shapes and sizes. And we all fear it because when we care and love and nurture something in our lives, we often fear losing them. And that is normal. Fear of abandonment might stem from insecurities related to yourself, past experiences of loss with someone who you loved, or on the other hand, can be triggered by the inconsistency and lack of support of your current partner. These fears often related to the wounded inner child often run very deep and very unconscious. So it's so important to be patient with yourself and your partner. Similar to this is fear of rejection, which may come at the beginning of a new relationship versus in a bonded relationship where you fear your object is going to abandon you. This is an often an aversion to loneliness and connected to fears of not being enough. Researchers have found that having feelings of fear often resemble feelings of physical pain. Similar to pain, we aim to avoid fear whenever possible. And it's interesting because going back to this primitive aspect, It's normal to fear being rejected given that's how our primitive root of survival in our need to feel safe and accepted as a part of a tribe or a family. How do we subdue this primitive fear? Vulnerability is one of them. And I can only see my clients roll their eyes when They're in fear or triggered by fear, and the solution is vulnerability and openly communicating about what you're feeling. Another key is responding versus reacting. This takes a little time to learn how to step away from your feelings of fear and what is really happening. The fifth fear in relationships I'm going to address is fear of losing the spark in your relationship. But bottom line, your intimate and sex life is bound to change throughout the course of your relationship. We can't keep the same kind of sexual chemistry going. It would burn us out. And if sex is important to you and your partner, you may understandably worry about your relationship and if it can weather the storm. It's really important to set realistic expectations and really know what a normal quote unquote sex life can be. So you can avoid setting yourself up for feelings of inadequacy or feelings like there's something wrong in your relationship. Again, communication about needs, wants, but also intimacy in other areas. Friendship 
and development of friendship at the beginning of a relationship and continuing that over time can really smooth out the rough patches when it comes to the inevitable changes within our sexuality. The sixth fear is discovering a deal breaker in a relationship. It, there is nothing like falling in love, opening your heart, and feeling like you have found the one. And then as you get to know them more, you discover something about them that you just can't get over. These differences of opinion could be a deal breaker, in fact, where you need to go your separate ways or taking some time to look at it. It might be an opportunity to learn how to work with your partner and strengthen your relationship in the future because nobody is perfect. In the seventh fear that I'm going to talk about today is the fear of commitment. And when I read this, I kind of thought, maybe this needs to be at the top. But again, completely normal, fearing, especially at the beginning of a relationship when you're still getting to know each other and learning to trust your partner. These fears can actually lead to ending a relationship before things get too serious and avoid committing to the wrong person or fears of getting hurt. Beyond fear is commitment phobia. You can acknowledge the feelings and fears that come up and make a commitment to change if a relationship is what you are really wanting and you're the one who is the obstacle and bail out before the relationship even happens. Although I offered you some suggestions at the end of each relationship fear, I'm going to go a little bit deeper in sharing what I know and how I address fears in my coaching practice. Let's start with fear, period. Most of the time, fear is false evidence appearing real because we have strong reactions and feelings about them. It feels true. Our feelings aren't always fact. Our feelings are always valid, but they're not always fact. So the first step is acknowledgement that you are experiencing fears. And sometimes that first step is difficult. The second is taking some space to think about where the root actually comes from. What are you actually afraid of? Then processing through these feelings. Maybe get a coach or a mental health professional, aka psychotherapist, and under the guidance of this relationship specialist, you can address these things and pick them apart in a safe place where you won't feel judged and you can look at the triggers that come up. Eventually, 
you can be so comfortable or aware of them that you can begin to share them with your partner and maybe let your partner share their fears with you. It's actually very cultivating when it comes to an intimate relationship. Another thing, when it comes to acting when you are triggered or this fear has emerged, are you reacting out of defense or protection? Maybe that is needed or not needed. Or are you overreacting? Are you letting your feelings be the truth in the situation? Although you have these feelings and they are valid, there is no validity to acting inappropriately or angry or aggressive because you are triggered. It's very hard to take back. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to add another episode about actual phobias. I touched on that a little bit during this one. But if you'd like to learn more about communication, don't hesitate to go back to my solo episodes about conscious communication, about listening, and about how to talk to your partner. Thank you for listening in to the Love Anarchy Podcast in the Relationship Rebellion, where we get deep about love, relationships, and dating. I'm your host, Andrea Atherton, mindset coach and love consultant, signing off with you today. But before I do, I'd like to thank you from the bottom of my heart, because I know you have a myriad of podcasts that you can choose from, and you chose to be with us. Please tell your friends about the podcast so they can listen too. And don't forget to ring the bell, subscribe, to like, to leave a comment. It supports the podcast so very much. If you'd like to become a part of the Love Anarchy community and the Relationship Rebellion, you can find us on Facebook under Love Anarchy Podcast. I'm going to leave you with my favorite short but sweet quote. Love is the only true power.